Hi everyone, this is the 10 Minute Money Podcast. I'm John Dyer and I'm joined as always with Paul Erickson. This week we're going to take a look at how 529 plans work. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me here. Hey Paul, how's it going? Good, thanks. I, uh, I've always wondered how these 529s work and I've seen a lot of commercials on TV and I'm looking forward to learning more about this. Good. Yeah. Today we're going to take a look at how these work. So, uh, so what do you want to know about these 529 plans? Well, can you just tell me what is a 529 plan and what is it used for? A 529 plan is designed for uh, tax-free withdrawals to be used for qualified college education expenses. And as of January 1st, 2018, you can now use those uh, for uh, K through 12 expenses at a private elementary and secondary school. So really, is that a new development, John? Yeah, that that is with uh, the new tax bill they introduced that. So okay. uh, that's that's pretty new. Wow. Okay. Tell me again, how, what is you mentioned qualified college expenses? What is that? A qualified college expense uh, is tuition, books, enrollment fees, computers, uh, room and board, at least uh, six credit hours. So you need at least six credit hours to count room and board. And it cannot exceed the school's cost for room and board. So like if you're living off campus, you have to, uh, you, you can't use those funds for more than what it would cost to live in the dorm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, are there different types of 529 plans or is there just one type? There are actually three different types. And the, the newest type was started, uh, I believe in 2014. It's a 529 ABLE account. It's for people with disabilities and it works the same as a 529. You contribute to it, and then you can use those proceeds tax-free for disability expenses, uh, including education, job training, and support, and health care. Wow. So, I've never even heard of that before. Yeah. So I I just learned about this recently. So that's, that's a new one. Okay. Uh, the other two are, uh, one is called the uh, prepaid tuition plan. Um, this one, you just purchase college tuition credits at today's prices. So uh, the, the prices are set annu- annually, and uh, you, uh, you can buy tuition credits at, at different uh, rates or bands, um, depending on how expensive the school is. So uh, if it's a more expensive school, you may pay a little bit more for the credit, or a less expensive school, you may pay... A little bit less for the credit. Hmm. Um, here in Michigan, we have the MET plan, uh, which was actually the first 529 plan created, um, and that one is a prepaid college tuition plan. And uh, finally, the third is the most popular, and it is the savings plan, which is basically a savings account. It's like a mutual fund. You you can. Uh, buy into or buy or or it's like a savings account Um, you save up money in the account and it grows it's got investments in it and it's uh, each state has their own 
and uh, you can uh, use that tax-free for college or um, now uh, K through 12 uh, school expenses. Hmm. Now I've seen the commercials for the Met. Do I have that right that you're actually buying credits today in today's dollars? Yes. So for the so you're talking about the prepaid tuition, for right? The, you're you're buying in today's dollars, and um, you buy credits. Yeah, you buy. So you could buy four tuition credits today, and then use those four credits in 18 years. So maybe today you buy those credits for um, two thousand dollars for the four credits. Well, you can then uh, use that in 18 years for your child if you need to. And maybe those same uh, credit hours that you purchase for $2,000 today cost $4,000 right. at that time. Okay. So, um, I've got twin boys, and I was actually thinking about opening up, opening up one of the savings plans. Um, can only parents contribute to a 529 savings plan? That's another good question. So a lot of people think that only parents can contribute, but actually anyone can contribute to the 529 plan. Um, you can have your uh, siblings or even aunts and uncles and anyone. So uh, it's a pretty nice benefit with the plan. Okay. What about my crazy uncle Earl? He can contribute. <laughs> yeah, he can contribute too. Okay. Are there any limits to the contributions? I know IRAs have limits and other certain government type accounts have limits. Uh, are there any limits on 529 accounts? Yes, there are limits. So there's a $14,000 limit, uh, gifting limit for a single person per year and a $28,000 limit uh, for a married couple. Um, and then you can also do, uh, you can lump some contribute per person up to 70,000. So they let you do a, a, a five-year upfront lump sum contribution. Uh, you can also do that for a married couple up to $140,000 a year. And there's no income limits to contribute. So a lot of times people think, you know, with their Roth plan, there's, a, there's an income limit to contribute to that, but there's none with the 529 plan. So that's pretty nice. Huh. Um, and keep in mind, this is per person. So for example, uh, the $70,000 lump sum per person, uh, like I was saying, that can contribute, you could have uh, two people contribute, uh, two different people contribute that $70,000 lump sum up to 140,000. Okay. Now, what if one of my boys, uh, you know, if, if I have a 529 savings plan and I built it up, and what if they want to go out of state? They want to go to Notre Dame, to like a private school. Does, uh, does the benefit still apply? So that's a, another myth with, the, uh, w with this is that uh, you can only use it in state. Uh, you can actually use these in any state. So if you purchase the Michigan plan, you can use it for your, your kids at Notre Dame. Uh, or if they decide to go to Stanford, you can use the Michigan plan to pay Stanford. The benefits are the same. So it's still tax-free as long as it's used for education. Oh, wow. 
um, you know, what if my kids get a scholarship or they decide not to go to college? So a lot of people also think if you if you don't use it, you lose it. That's not the case. So uh, you can you can change the beneficiary on the account to uh, a niece, a nephew, or even yourself. So typically, when you set up the plan, the parent or guardian is the owner of the account and the beneficiary is the child. So you're using these proceeds for the beneficiary of the account. Um, so you can use it, you can change the beneficiary at any time. So it makes it pretty flexible, which is pretty nice. Um, you can use, uh, so if, if, if uh, your child does get a scholarship, um, there's actually a provision in it. If they get a scholarship, you can still use the proceeds tax-free as long as it's a scholarship. Um, you can also use it for a vocational school or you can even um, use it uh, uh, or you can use it for yourself. Um, there is a tax penalty and you would have to pay taxes on the gain. So if um, you, you had uh, originally purchased $10,000 in the 529 plan and it grew to $15,000, you'd have to pay capital gains taxes on the 5,000 plus a 10% tax penalty. Okay. So um, that, that would apply, but you could use it for yourself. Um, and then um, the exemptions that I, uh, I mentioned earlier, if your child does receive a, a scholarship, that is an exemption. So you, you don't have to pay the tax penalty um, or the taxes on, you, you'd still have to pay taxes, just not the tax penalty. Um, and then um, that also applies if the beneficiary becomes disabled or the beneficiary dies. Okay. Or I didn't, I didn't realize that if they if my, my son got a scholarship, then I could waive the ten percent penalty in the five twenty nine. Yeah, so that's a pretty nice mm -hmm. benefit, and that's why these are so popular. They're so flexible, and really, they can be used for for many other things. Um, not just education. Now, you would have to pay taxes on it, but it's an investment vehicle. So um, uh, that's that's the great thing about about this. And one thing I didn't mention too yeah. is if uh, your child is gets enrolled in the military, they also exempt them from the ten percent tax penalty. Oh well. wow, I didn't know that. So John, if I wanted to open up a five twenty nine savings plan and invest in some mutual funds, could I come into the office and, and open that with you? Like, how long would that take? Or is it a long process? Or how does that work? So it is a pretty easy process uh, to do. Uh, you can either find a financial advisor to open up a 529 plan for you, or you can go to savingforcollege.com. And that's a good site to uh, compare all the different 529 plans. They have 529 plans for each state and they compare all of them and you, there's links there. You can go to that 529 plan for that state and enroll yourself. Um, the benefit to uh, using a financial advisor is they can give you some more guidance and investment advice. Um, doing it yourself, you, you just have to do it, do it yourself and research a little bit. Um, the fees may be a little bit lower by doing it yourself. So just keep that in mind. And, and all the fees are different depending on the state as well. And the investments are different depending on the state. 
So, um, so yeah, savings, uh, savingforcollege.com is a great place to start. That's great, John. I really appreciate your time and, and how you want to help uh, educate people on how this works. I think sometimes 529s, it's almost like the fear of the unknown. If, if you don't know how it works, you might not ever actually use one. And so by helping these people um, you know, learn about 529s and how they work, I think you can really help a lot of people save for college. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.